beautiful souls, and welcome to the Soul Boost podcast. Our mission is to bring you light and share our experience with you to help you reconnect to your soul through this podcast. And we are your hosts. Hi, everyone. My name is Basha. I am spiritual counselor, holistic healer, and spiritual life coach. And my name is Agnieszka. I am a digital creator, curious mind, interested in all aspects of personal development, psychology, spirituality, nutrition, and fitness. If our message resonates with you, please follow us on Spotify and iTunes. And now grab a cup of tea and come hang out with us. Thank you for tuning in to episode number two of Solvus podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about empaths and highly sensitive people. So we took a little break over the Christmas time, but we are now back on track. How are you, Basha? How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? How was your Christmas? How was your New Year celebration? And Happy New Year, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh my God. Such an exciting New Year's Eve. I was on a Zoom call with my cousin. We had some Canon Mile tea and I burned sage around the computer to cleanse all the bad energy from the last year. So crazy. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would ask me this question. (laughs) Unfortunately, that was the year when I actually didn't last until midnight. So I was in bed by probably 10.30 in the evening and I was fast asleep before 11. (laughs) Yeah, you were pretty old, so it's (laughs) self-explanatory. It was so good to wake up refreshed on the first very first day of new year yeah i'm actually quite happy with the way i celebrated (laughs) i think this was my first time in a very long time that i woke up fresh and non-hangover on the first of january and it was so amazing but i'm so ready to attack this year i had all my goals and mission statement all prepared and i just wanted to attack first thing in the morning on the first of january cold water swim and all that So I'm super happy I did that. Being old (laughs) is awesome. (laughs) I love being old. (laughs) To be honest with you, I don't feel old. Age is just a number, as we all know. My soul still feels pretty young. I think I've been doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your soul is older than mine, for sure. My soul is just like, was kind of bored, I think. (laughs) No, no, no. No? I feel that my soul is older, but your soul has started maturing for sure since I've known you. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not the same soul I met. So nope. it's it's grown. It's grown. Yep. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Oh man. And it's just the beginning. I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next. It's been magical. This year has been magical. Yes, considering it's been only four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about 2020, but this oh, year was <laughs> but this year actually was magical. I love this year. It's an amazing year. <laughs> yeah, it definitely started much better than 2020. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> so without much further ado, is this how you say that? <laughs> I think you can say it, yeah. 
we are supposed to talk about empaths and highly sensitive people. Who are empaths, Basha? Fill us in. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm looking at one. I have a feeling that I'm looking at one myself. So Basha, who is an empath? Empath is quite a special person. I hope that while we describing traits of an empath, you guys will resonate with some of the traits, if not all of them, and you might actually discover your empath yourself. So the first and classic trait is taking on other people's emotions as your own. So you might actually find yourself being somewhere in a public place and you just see a stranger or a group of strangers and you start feeling what they're feeling basically. Especially if those are like very strong emotions. It can be fear, it can be anger, it can be sadness. I specifically would pick up on those emotions when I am around other people. Yes, you have this kind of radar, I would think, and you essentially absorbing, or you work like a sponge and you're absorbing those emotions, especially when they are heavy and negative, like you just mentioned. Empaths, they feed off emotions so you can imagine what happens when you pick up on the sadness or on the anxiety you suddenly start feeling the same you're feeling that it's your sadness you feel or it's you stressing about something and actually it turns out that most of the time you are picking up on other people's emotions and actually they are someone else's emotions not yours isn't it interesting but I think that it is so important to become aware of that. If you become aware that you are in fact an empath, then you can become more conscious that you are feeling somebody else's emotions and then you can address it differently. Because some people might start feeling anger or be affected by somebody else's anger or sadness or anxiety, and they would try to find the cause within and ask themselves, why am I feeling like this? And it could be frustrating because that person might be like, well, but I've done everything right. I've meditated today. I did this, this and that. Why am I feeling like this? So not knowing where is this coming from might be quite frustrating for a person. So just becoming conscious and aware can actually be the first step to better address it, better deal with it. Exactly. And uh, dealing with someone else's emotions might be quite challenging because what empaths do, they tend to obviously treat those emotions as their own and they take those emotions with them. You might leave the place you picked up on those feelings of someone you met or someone you basically didn't even know because you're picking up on the emotions of everyone. You're not picking up on emotions of your, of your friends or family or people you know. You're picking up on everyone's feelings. And sometimes you can experience very sudden and overwhelming emotions when you're in public places. It's not just on one conversation when you can sense those emotions. It can happen to you suddenly and, and it can come out of nowhere. Uh, someone just passed by or someone is sitting opposite you on the bench in the park. And obviously, if they are going through something, you're immediately feeling whatever they're going through. Because of your radar, you can pick up on this so quickly and so easily. A few days ago, I was walking back from the training and I'm always extra happy <laughs> when I come back <laughs> from the training, all those endorphins getting released. And I saw a little boy who was very upset. And just by walking by him, I felt 
all his heaviness and all his sadness so suddenly I I wanted to cry <laughs> and it's it's unexplainable I just wanted to go and like comfort him and help him make him feel better mm, yes that's absolutely one of the examples what can happen to you every day this is also one of the traits you just want to go and help that person you cannot really pass someone who's in pain without wanting to help them mm. I saw this funny quote a little while ago that the thing that sucks about being an empath also want to help the assholes too. That's like, <laughs> it's a good one. And it's so true. And it's yeah, so it annoying. It is so annoying, isn't it? You actually feel compassion for assholes. <laughs> well, unfortunately or fortunately, empaths, as I said, they are very special people, very pure, very compassionate very kind and whether you want it or not your radar will lead you always to the person who is in need of help it is a Um, blessing and it is a curse at the same time you might say that as well maybe at the beginning when I actually realized I was an empath maybe I treated that as a curse until I started working with this because you cannot work against it you have to work with this Mm -hmm. and come up with some kind of remedy for after when the let's just say the damage is done when you actually take those feelings take those emotions of the person and then you have to deal with it you have to get rid of them so very often at the beginning I was asking myself where this sadness come from where this anger even comes from and most of the time it turned out it wasn't my feeling I must have taken that and picked up those feelings of someone else you probably made me realize even more what being an empath really means and now that I have better understanding of it I also deal with it differently and I understand that it really is a beautiful thing Because not only we can bond with people and connect with people on much deeper level, because we really truly understand how they feel. So not only that creates this connection and a bond, but also the need to help them. Like I can't leave (laughs) the conversation with somebody who's feeling down until I actually am able to help them in some way to feel better, to get through to them to mm-hmm. see this their situation from a different perspective and only then I can leave that conversation and be like jump down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then that makes me feel good so there is always that reward that is just the reward of helping people that is is beautiful beyond anything isn't it Yes, this is what empathy is uh, is all about. It's about understanding other person and connecting with with that person. And we as as an empath have this talent trait of understanding where people are coming from. Not every empath will absorb all the emotions. Some empaths will rarely absorb them at all. But what is the common thing of all the empaths is actually understanding and connecting with others did you notice that people turn to you to get advice for example (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) because you understand them and you can connect with them so easily they trust you more so yeah that's another trait 
I would think. Mm. <laughs> and maybe this is what's linked as well. We have this calming effect on others. When they speak to us, when they share with us their feelings, their challenges they're going through, we can really, really calm them when they're going through some difficult times. And I think the true beauty happens when two empaths connect. I know that when I have a problem and I can talk to you, then, <laughs> then I definitely leave that conversation feeling better. Thank you. That means a lot. You're welcome, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Does every empath, though, have this need to help people? I will just tell from my personal experience every empath which I came across to in my life they always had a need of helping others mm. so I've never met anyone being empathetic who didn't want to stop and help who didn't want to stop and at least speak to the person to make sure they're okay have you met anyone who no not that I can not that I can recall Another sign you might be an empath is the fact that when you watch some kind of tragic or violent events on TV, you might actually feel uncomfortable and you might even feel that it's happening to you. Have you experienced that? Because I get that a lot. That's why I stopped watching those kind of contents. For sure. I felt that. And I also stopped watching and reading anything that I know that lower my vibrations. I feel almost pain in my chest. Yeah, it's always actually, it happens in my chest as well. It actually makes me feel very uncomfortable and even I feel like I was anxious. But what is rewarding? You as an empath, you connect with animals and with babies, with other people's pets so quickly. I very often stop when I make a connection with the baby on the street. I just stop and smile and I talk to the baby. And what's very rewarding is the fact that the baby gives me the smile back. Yeah, babies actually have their third eye open and that's until they get programmed. And this is when the magic goes away. And that's why you might be connecting with babies. When I realized that babies actually have their third eye open, I paid them more attention than I did before. <laughs> I'm like, ah! My people. <laughs> babies can see purity. Babies can actually see good soul. And they obviously, are, they are fearless. And when yeah. they see such a purity, like your heart, your soul. Like me, obviously. Yes, like you, obviously. <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to mention from my personal experience, being an empath. There was one situation that I've had where my friend got very sick. And at that point, we only known each other for like three months, but we've been training every day. So there was this bond created between us. When you suffer with somebody, even in a short period of time, you create a very special bond. And he was this very happy and always positive person, fearless, talking to anybody. And he didn't come to training one time and we received a phone call that he is unconscious on his floor and he's epileptic. So we quickly rushed into his apartment and ambulance was there. And so obviously just seeing him like this, just this super strong guy who doesn't even ever get a cold, I was just crushed. But we went to the hospital and he was having his MRI done. He was unconscious. And I asked 
the doctor what's the worst case scenario and the doctor said that he could die I only known him for three months and I felt like in that moment like my whole world has fallen apart and like nothing matters and the pain that I felt in that moment and the being so preoccupied for his life knowing the purity this guy is such a pure soul and I called work I said I can't come I couldn't stop crying and I ended up staying in the hospital the whole night because I thought what if he wakes up and there is nobody there and he doesn't even know why he's there and he's alone or what even worse what if he dies and there is nobody there I just couldn't help it had to stay and just felt like I just have to take care of him because his family was not in that country so I was like how can I not stay there and I pretty much ended up staying for the whole week and he woke up after a few days but I just couldn't help but take a position of his caregiver pretty much and that created such an amazing bond between us and it's just felt like I can't do it didn't feel like a duty you know what I mean it didn't feel like oh I'm obligated to do that I was anxious every moment that I wasn't in the hospital so I just felt like I have to be there to get him through this difficult time which the reward of that was just incredible because this person is I would die for him and he would die for me. Like he will never forget and stop appreciating those times that I was there with him. And it created a bond for life. Wow. Such an inspirational story. Thank you for sharing. You see, this is what you do when you've been an empath. You said that nobody actually forced you to do it. You didn't feel obliged to do it. You just did it Mm -hmm. because you don't want to leave anyone who's in need of help unless you make sure that they are okay but such an inspirational thank you for sharing and wow it's it doesn't happen every day and I'm so so glad that your friend is fine now yeah he's lucky to have you in his life definitely I'm lucky to have you in my life I'm lucky to have you in my life dear (laughs) (laughs) look how lucky we all are (laughs) I consider myself as a lucky person. It's all a matter of perception. I think, okay, we have a good life. Yeah, we don't have to worry about certain things that certain people have to worry about. But even with that, I really believe that everything is a matter of perception. And only not accepting what is creates suffering. If you just Mm -hmm. accept what is, you eliminate suffering out of the equation. It's easier said than done, but acceptance makes a lot of things easier. Okay, I think we quite broadly spoke about empaths. And the second part of this episode was to talk about highly sensitive people. Yes. So what is the main difference between highly sensitive people and empaths? Because as we know, Every empath is highly sensitive person, but not every highly sensitive person is an empath. So would you care to describe my dear? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's absolutely true what you just said. All the empaths are highly sensitive people, but not every highly sensitive person is an empath. And that's a fact. Highly sensitive person gets easily overwhelmed. And that is in many areas of life. 
overwhelmed with feelings and this overwhelming feeling could show up as an anxiety, for example, digestive issues, exhaustion, poor concentration, or even lower immune system, or even a chronic disease, if not taken care of. If somebody who is suspecting they might be a highly sensitive person, what they would be experiencing? So I spoke just about how easy overwhelmed we get, and this is the first trait. Another trait could be that we are prone to anxiety and even depression, and this is very common amongst highly sensitive people. We are very emotional, extremely emotional. So when you're happy, you're extremely happy. When you deal with negative emotions, you might actually even pick up those emotions from others. So you can Mm. imagine what's happening. You just get overloaded with this emotional intensity. Most of highly sensitive people suffer from social anxiety or shyness because they're not very good in dealing with large gatherings. Picking up on one or two people energy is much easier to deal with than obviously if you go to the concert and it's like a massive gig and, and you have like a few thousand of people there. And we also struggle with setting boundaries and dealing with the conflicts because you an empath And you just don't want to hurt others. But sometimes you are in these situations when you have to be firm, when you have to set those boundaries. Otherwise, you know, you might be very, very affected. I had this situation just recently when I had to, so to speak, discipline someone, more so set boundaries, I would say. And I really struggled with that one. But what I do in those challenging situations now I just set the intention to resolve this in the most positive way possible. And I ask myself, what would my highest self do in this situation? How would my highest self address this situation? So when I do have to address those uncomfortable situations with setting boundaries, I take a moment, I take a deep breath, and I try to come across as delicately as possible because for me it's pretty easy to come across as a bitch (laughs) (laughs) so when I do have to set boundaries with someone I have to be extra careful (laughs) well continue continue (laughs) okay have you ever found yourself in a situation where you had an issue or you struggled when making a decision? Has it happened to you at all? It happened, but nowadays I really try to go within. I ask my inner wisdom and whatever will be, will be. That's how I address it now because not making any decision or taking too slow of a decision is worse than making a bad decision sometimes. This is just how I deal with it now. I think that's very good. I use my intuition much more than before in the past. But sometimes I would just find myself in the situation when I actually have to think and I cannot really make a quick decision, which even for me, sometimes it's irritating. Using intuition is definitely a good advice because you're listening to what your soul is advising you to do. So it means you're very, very integrated with your soul at the moment. 
I have learned that our logical mind only possesses the information that we have learned through our past experiences. So going within and asking your intuition, if you are in touch with your intuition, because many people are not, your inner wisdom, I call it, it has the actual answers. And our logical mind is only processing our programming and our past experiences. We need it, but sometimes it's good to just go within and ask your infinite wisdom. Yes. And another trait of highly sensitive person is obviously a very, very high sensitivity. I can tell you from my perspective that recently in the last few years, I became very sensitive to to the music, for example. I'm very careful what music I listen and also the volume. I also am very sensitive to high volume music and sounds can be disturbing to me. I am very conscious what kind of music I listen to. I just don't want any negativity to influence my subconscious and also the frequencies. But I do like to listen to my favorite music very loud on the headphones. But anyway, okay, continue. (laughs) Carry on, carry on. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Uh, Courtesy <laughs> is the key on Sobust. <laughs> so I just said that I'm going to speak for myself. I am also very sensitive to the bright light. Oh dear, that is very disturbing, let's just say, and makes me feel uncomfortable. Loud noises, not only the music, but loud noises when someone shouts on the street. I get very uncomfortable. Also smells and also clothing. Some clothing I find very itchy for example I thought that everybody is just experiencing that I didn't realize it's just us (laughs) I don't think so I don't think that everyone would actually experience this that's crazy Uh, what else is there my friends about it and they sometimes they they just think I'm crazy they probably well you are a little crazy (laughs) by social standards but that's why we are friends Yes. Okay, so what are some other traits of highly sensitive people that you think are worth mentioning? Intuitive and uh, perceptive. In Um, what way perceptive? Our perception, I think I can say it's much higher than others. It's almost heightened. What else? We sometimes forget to prioritize ourselves. We are so busy with wanting to help others that we don't have enough energy to actually look after ourselves that we always put ourselves as a last in the queue and sometimes it makes us frustrated it is so important to be conscious of that especially if you're an empath guys or highly sensitive person to really care about yourself because you cannot pour out of an empty cup the more you take care of yourself the more love and compassion you will have for others. That's true. I think with this lovely accent, <laughs> we shall end our second episode of Soul Boost Podcast. So if any of this resonates with you and you think you might be an empath or maybe you are sure to be one, remember that it is very, very important that you protect your own energy and you cleanse your energy as well. You don't have to be completely vulnerable to energies of others as an empath. There are ways, solid ways to protect yourself. 
And if you are looking to find out what these are, you can check out our first episode of the podcast titled Energy. In the next episode, we will talk about people that are attracted by empaths and highly sensitive people. And this is a very, very interesting topic. Sometimes I believe they're not humans, but obviously they are. Those people feed off our energies, guys, and they are called energy vampires. So if you're interested in learning and listening about energy vampires, please tune in to our next episode. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for more. Thank you. Ciao. Bye.